This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's talk about Eteguini Ekakasini KZN. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's home. But many people will be headed there and can't swim the beaches. And that's a real dent for the tourism economy in the country. And this is really something that's linked to the floods that have happened in two phases in KwaZulu-Natal earlier this year that just kind of broke a lot of sluice gates and 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 f- sort of farm homesteads and they were washed into uh, the ocean is my understanding. But let me not do the talking. I'm deferring now to the spokesperson of Eteguini, uh, municipality, Msawake Maisela. Sawanabab. Thank you so much for receiving the call from Power FM. No, we, we, we love it and we love to see Durban shine. We love to see all. all I know you love shine. us, yeah. You know, but, and we but, need you down here. <laughs> Hi, no, this year angizi bandla bazibona bazovakasha this year. I call. Everyone must come to Devon. But where are people going to swim because a lot of the beaches have been closed? No no no, it's not correct. That is disinformation. Yes, there are beaches that have been closed, but we've got about 13 beaches that have been opened. Okay. Because Lerato, you know, as this year of government, we've got a responsibility that at all times we need to guard against anything that poses a threat. Mm. to the life of our residents, to the lives of our tourists. I think, mm. like, like we have pointed out earlier on, uh, we've experienced uh, two consecutive floods at the beginning of the year that have left a trail of damage amounting to billions of friends. So we had to reprioritize our budget mm. to ensure that we fix our infrastructure, whether you're talking about water, you're talking about electricity, you're talking about sanitary. It was chaos. Yeah. And it's very easy if uh, you are not in Eteguini, you haven't uh, witnessed uh, what happened to say, ah, Eteguini, they are not doing anything, they are playing games. It was horrible. But we are very proud of the strides that we have made to date to fix the infrastructure. Hence, some of the beaches have been open. So it means that if you want to come to Eteguini, there are beaches that have been open. Okay. Okay, so so let's uh, first find out about how bad the situation was and what is this E. coli that you had mm. to deal with? Because I've tried, right? But I'm not yeah. a scientist and I don't think I was eloquent in explaining which Gwenzalan. It's a bacteria. Yeah. And how did it get into the sea, the ocean? No, no, no. It's a bacteria that come from our human excrement, right? Uh-huh. So what happened is that now that the infrastructure, sanitation infrastructure was destroyed, so you're going to have a situation whereby whatever Lerato flushes now do not yeah. go to the water, the waste water treatment works. Yes. It goes straight to the river and then eventually it ends up in the ocean. Ah. So once it, it is in the ocean, it therefore it increases the level of that bacteria. According to the law, it has to be below 500. So once it is above uh, 500, therefore that beach is not safe for human, uh, for, right. for, for, for public usage. So we have to close it. Because in the event that we allow Ulerato to go and swim in that beach, they're likely that you're going to get sick. Yes. So that's the reason why we have closed those beaches. Not necessarily because we wanted to frustrate the public, but we have got a responsibility <laughs> of ensuring that whoever uh, yeah. uses uh, these beaches are safe. So that's the problem that we have. You know, I'll make an example. We had uh, about two wastewater 
uh, treatment works that were completely submerged. I'm talking about the major one that yeah. treats raw sewage. They were submerged mm-hmm. completely. We have got pumps that were damaged completely. So we actually had to start from scratch to ensure that uh, we manage our raw sewage. Uh, yes, indeed, we haven't uh, reached uh, the stage that we would want to reach because of the magnitude of the damage. Mm. But we are happy that we have tried to arrest, uh, you know, the raw sewage getting into, you yeah, know, this, into this, all, because initially all the beaches were closed, mm. even the central ones. Mm. So the central ones are closed, and the ones in the south are open. Umshanga is closed, mm. you know. But everybody must understand that this was, uh, yeah. you know, a situation that yeah. was beyond our control. Yeah. Uh, it was not as a result of our making, but yeah. it was an act of Mother Nature that yeah. requires us to work together and, that, and, and weather the storm that we are currently facing now. But yeah. all what I want to say is that Etegwin is open for business. Yes, there are beaches that have been closed, but if the Rato wants to come to Etegwin, there are also plenty of beaches yeah. that have been opened that are safe to yeah. use because we constantly test water to ensure that the E. coli is yeah. below 500. I, oh, <clears throat> the beaches that are opened. We just yeah, want to understand okay. what is the <laughs> what is the problem. Yeah. So okay, so yeah. when you talk about the South Coast beaches, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, yes, but that's near the port. And we know yeah. the port was damaged. And mm-hmm. we know that there were containers floating inland. Yes, and yes. the port itself is not really working at the moment. Mm-hmm. So how did that impact the South Coast beaches? It has, it has, because like I've pointed out earlier on, that there are pump stations that were damaged, there mm. are main sewer trunks that were damaged, mm. but we have made strides in ensuring that those beaches are now back on track. Like, for example, if you look at Umkababa beaches yes. are opened, yes, your sipping oil is still closed, your Umlazi beach are still closed, because we still have got a challenge there of a big sewer a trunk that has not been finalized, but the contractor is on site. Now, if you move from Umlazi or Isipin or to Eteguini, it will take you about, what, 10 minutes or less for you to be able to access the central beaches. So if you happen to swim there, you swim, you swim at your own risk because those beaches have been closed. So if you look at, I mean, look at the point Ushaga, for example, yes. in the central, in the, yeah. near the CPD, yeah. you know that, right? South Very Beach, well. Wedge, North Bay of Plenty, East Beach, and Doti Beach in Amanzum Doti. All those are open, and pipeline beaches are open in Amanzum Doti. So they are spread across. Okay. So people, yeah. so people going to Durban, um, mm. if you're staying anywhere uh, just mm. outside the CBD, uh, near yeah. the port area itself, you can yeah. go to Point, you can go to Ushaga Marine, um, you can use those canals, you know, because you've yeah. got those beautiful canals there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. you can go further south towards the south coast. Of course. Dodi, yeah. Okay. So Amans yeah. and Dodi, mm. ready, the beautiful, beautiful, sweet waters of Amans and Dodi, you can swim. Of course. Okay. Yeah. And there is a possibility that Lerato, even the ones that we are closing, like I've pointed out earlier on to you, that we constantly conduct tests and the infrastructure is being fixed mm. uh, around those beaches. So there's a likelihood that uh, even before Christmas, those beaches will we'll be open. Out. Okay, yeah, so let's talk about the North Coast now, because many people do want mm. to go M Tlanga, M Loti, mm. Balito. What's mm. the status there? You, you remember uh, we have recently announced uh, in Umshana that we are opening that beach okay. uh, based on the results that we got, uh, you know, before the 1st of uh, December. But only to find that uh, later on we had to close it because the level of E. coli increased. And mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you that 
in that part of the city, there's still a lot of work that you still have to do. But the reason why we opened it is because of the pump, Otlanga pump station that was fixed. Right. Uh, which to a certain extent arrested the roads who are getting into the river. Mm. So we therefore decided uh, to open. But because of the tide and, and everything, you know, the, the issue of E. coli, especially if you have got infrastructure that is not 100% functioning. Yes. You're going to have the level going down, you're going to have the level going up. But once you are able to have uh, your infrastructure in full operation, yes. then it's when you're going to arrest the roads who are getting into the so that's why we have a problem with regard to the north beaches like Umsana, for right. example. So those ones are closed and we sincerely apologize to the public. We fully understand their frustration. We want them to come to Devon, but at the end of the day, we've got a responsibility mm-hmm. of not being concerned about maximizing profits, but mm-hmm. ensuring that if Lerato comes to Devon, mm-hmm. we don't have a situation whereby she goes back to job back in a coffin. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that that's where we are. So we're appealing to the public to be mindful of the challenges that we experience as a result of of the floods. Uh, but I'm quite certain that surely at mm. the beginning of the year, everything will be back to okay. normal. During the Easter uh, holidays, yeah. I'm quite certain that they will be 100% back on track. So people must just be a little bit more patient and circumspect. That's what so you can still come to Durban, but if you can't go all the way to the mm. Mloti side, try the yeah. beaches eh, 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 Amanz Mloti. That's what you're Amanzim, sort of saying to people. That's what the central beaches are open, but also Gelrato. Itegu is not about Amabishka Kula. I mean, I've got game parks within the city. Yes, we do not have the big five, but we're also a gateway okay. to the big five. And so forth. Yeah. But we've got quite a number of game reserves. But you okay. can also do a lot of things with it. But we know that the beaches are a tourist draw card. Yeah. But we need to understand that uh, what happened here in Neteguini has never happened anywhere in the city. Yeah. It was a catastrophe. Okay. So we're pulling out all the stops to ensure that the situation is back to normalcy. But we'll only do that if the public work with us, if all our stakeholders mm-hmm. work with us. We understand the frustration. We're taking the blows, but we're doing everything right. in our power to ensure that we're back on track. It's not Mother Nature and it's not a human catastrophe. It's bad yeah. governance. There have been pictures yeah. circulating on the state of public pools mm. in and around Durban. You know, pools that haven't been cleaned, uh, where mm. the water pumps are not working, uh, mm. where it used to be a pool, but now it's a dumping site for garbage. Yeah. And, yeah. and those are public pools. And, and yeah. that goes squarely to, to municipal management issues. Mm. No, 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 you're quite right, because uh, as we speak right now, uh, those pools are being attended to, but you see, right, the other thing that uh, we need to be mindful of uh, is that uh, all spheres of government are facing financial constraints. Uh, you know, maintaining pools is very expensive. Yes, you may have uh, challenges with regard to the issue of tenders being awarded. Uh, you'll find a situation that... Uh, uh, we are awarding a tender for a particular for a particular pool to be refurbished, only to find that uh, Lerato, because she was not happy uh, about whoever that was awarded, and then they take us to court or they appeal, and then the process start to drag, because certain things we do not do them in house, but we have to outsource them. So 
those are some of the things to a larger extent that impeded us to be able to attend to some of the polls. But I'm happy now that already conductors are on site, and um, I can promise you now that uh, in a short space of time, all those polls will be back on track. But that's not good for your tourism industry because when those pictures circulate, it it's says not. to people, well, I can't swim in the beach because it's got raw yeah. sewage, and I can't yeah. swim in a pool because it's got just paper waste and garbage. And it yeah, just yeah. gives this impression that nobody is doing the job that they're supposed to be doing in it, Municipality, and of course, but, as you right, the other thing we also need to guard against, uh, you know, uh, old pictures that happen to be no, Les is a, is a, is a, no, Les is a last week. The ones that have been circulating. It's young people who yeah. had gone to the beaches because of the school mm. holidays, and this mm. is what they find. Yeah, but, but but like I've pointed out earlier on, South Beach in particular, on side, South Beach, yes, the contractor is on side that beach. Yeah, I mean, those those paddling pools will be back on track as of now. I agree with you that somehow the internal process to a larger extent has impeded us to be able to move with speed uh, to ensure that those beaches on track at all times. Let me tell you why I'm saying this, right? We are already in this festive season. Some people have already begun their annual leave. Others will go on leave next week. And people would have booked their holidays in advance, anticipating, you know, a beautiful summer in Durban, right? Which is which is the most popular domestic destination. And that's not even biased. Those are figures from SA Tourism for the last two Mm. years. Mm. And yet people read these reports, see these pictures, and Mm. then they want to withdraw. And even Mm. Umzwandi Lakuzwayo right now says, I'm not sure about what the gentleman is saying. He's Mm. trying to sell Durban, and yet the city looks like a hellhole. I'm quoting Mm. it to you, a hellhole. The infrastructure is dilapidated. There's garbage everywhere. No sensible, self-respecting person would want to spend their hard-earned money on a holiday to Durban. Now imagine if many other tourists feel the mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. No, no, that, that is not... Uh, I wouldn't say that is correct, uh, that the, the, the city is a damn site. That is very incorrect. I mean, the city... I mean, we are doing everything in our power to ensure that uh, we're cleaning up the city. I mean, uh, I think you've seen quite a number of campaigns that we've embarked on. But, Lerato, we, we need to be honest. Mm. that uh, it takes two to tango. Mm. Our people themselves have got a responsibility, more especially when it comes to managing solid waste. Mm. It's not only the responsibility of the city. If Lerato decides to throw garbage on the window mm. when his car is in motion, what is going to happen? Yeah. So our people they are very quick to say, Umaspala aga clean, but what are you doing to ensure mm. that the city is clean? We've got the Abantu that are throwing garbage via their windows from flats and whatever. Mm. What is going to happen? Mm. I challenge you now. I mean, if you go to our social media pages, mm. See the pictures of Eteguini in the morning mm. and see how, how clean it is. But yes, we have got, we do now have got the roving teams that ensure that during the day, because there's a lot of mm. human traffic, obviously, there will be a lot of solid waste that, yeah. that will be uh, you know, generated. But all of us have got a responsibility to ensure that we right. keep our cities clean. Because, right, I can tell you now, if you go to many, I, I know that you have been traveling all over the world. Uh, you know quite a number of cities that are clean. Those cities are clean because the citizens yeah. also take a responsibility of ensuring that they manage their solid waste, okay. they don't damp anywhere and so forth. So it's not only the responsibility of government or municipality alone. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, play your part to ensure that your area is clean. You mustn't simply just push it to mm-hmm. government to clean. But all of us have got the responsibility. Yeah. In the event that we see any service delivery shortcoming, 
as a good citizen, report to the city, report to your local authorities so that at the end of the day, they are able to dispatch him to attend to attend to those. Okay, and the last of the hard ones, crime. Mm. You know, uh, many mm. people flock to the Durban uh, beachfront yeah. area, particularly New Year's Day and mm. uh, perhaps uh, a few days before Christmas yeah. itself, the 22nd, the 23rd. Right, And right. Um, there have been reports of increased criminality mm. there, you know, from pickpockets, yeah. which, which is to be expected in crowded yeah, areas, yeah, yeah, but yeah. even hijackings now. So what's mm, being done cool, to cool. beef up security? It's a serious challenge, more especially in our metros. Etegwin is also not immune to that scare. But each and every festive season, I mean, you are from this province, you know what we usually do when it comes to safety and security, working together with SAPS. We've got our well-oiled machinery uh, in as far as, uh, I mean, in the form of uh, our Deben Metropolis. Mm. Uh, that is activated aggressively during uh, the festive season because at the end of the day, we've got the responsibility of ensuring that anyone that decides uh, to choose a Teguini to be their home away from home are safe. But I have to be honest with you, we can't be in each and every spot at the same time. But when it comes to crime, especially when we approach the festive season, we've got our own plans to ensure that there is police visibility, whether they're on foot, whether they're on horseback, whether they're patrolling with their vehicles. On that one, we're not compromising. Yes, indeed, there will be incidents here and there, but, you know, the issue of crime is everywhere. But I can assure everyone that when it comes to uh, safety and security, Eteguini, each and every festive season, we try our level best that there aren't any horrible incidents that have mm. happened. I mean, I mean, the evidence is there for everyone to see. In each and every festive season, we have never had a situation whereby you'll have about 10 people, 20 people being killed, being marked, and so forth. Mm. You will have isolated incidents here and there. But when it comes to safety, when it comes to security, mm. we do not compromise mm. because there is a committee. Uh, that uh, comprises your SAPS, private security, metropolis, uh, you know, the intelligence mm. because everybody knows that Eteguine by this time, mm. it happens to be a tourist maker. There's Buzzing. going to be a lot. And, uh, you know, that creates a fertile ground for criminals to be able yeah. to pray uh, to tourists, pray to, to pray to mm. our residents. So obviously, it's common sense that you need to ensure that you mobilize all your resources to ensure that you maximize safety. So I can assure everyone that when, when you come to Eteguine, I mean, we are ready to meet all your needs when it comes to safety and security. Okay, so we're in conversation with uh, Musawake uh, Maisela, the Eteguni Municipality spokesperson, uh, just talking about the state of the beaches and uh, security in the most popular tourism destination over the festive season. Um, and when we come back in a short while, we'll do what he really wants to do, which is to tell us where to go, have fun um, and especially if you're a person who's not into the beach holiday, what else is available for you in Durban? 9 a.m. to noon. This is Power Talk on Power 98.7. So, Bab Musawake, Maisela, Eteguini spokesperson. Just, I want you to hear from these two South Africans. Bab Matunja? Yeah, Baba, go ahead. Good morning. I'm going to go to South Beach last week. And Modang Molokunyangayo, and as no Mimsebe, DA, Nobi Philip, Tikeli, ANC, Panty, Yang is a guy's got and give me a Moguani. He born is out beach his own, and the Kuberani is a seven to Mushi. Ravalanje, I wish I got to Angie. 
Intengi bole chwanis pezi lele afiki go small street. Nikabangu kuti bungolo kuna lintengi bole lap. Abantu la pijonsi balala la pejistratin. Anisho haiga hati. Gote angye besi nishu kuti. Nikama. Bayang tikri la pati. Nikabangu nyabongo. So weza kulu wa mata unjwa. Thank you. Wiseman, good morning. Mampele, unkolele. Yes, but Wiseman, go ahead. Oh, no. I do know that Rubabu Wiseman yeah. has a contrary view. Atiana, he was in Durban last week and it was yeah. filthy, filthy, filthy. <laughs> That's what he told um, the producers. But yeah. either way, uh, he's back online, Babu Wiseman. Yes, I'm sorry. I do not know how far you did you hear. But I'm saying, I, I, I'm respect. I know my selling about respect. But Itegu has been bad. Uh, it's it, it has been dirty, and you know sometimes when you talk about dirty, we're just talking about uh, umkwak. You can't walk with a threaten la piano kuela bantu batai saba kunda na kona kuzwa yongelendo. Nama buildings. I do not think the city just cares about how to how do you mm, take mm. care of the buildings. I mean, it takes a simple thing to mm. simply say everyone who is uh, who, who runs or owns a building. These are the. Uh, uh, standards that must be kept, you know, yeah, and yeah. Second, the management, you know, we love it, Deben. I'm from there. Mm. It's just annoying. And small streets, you know, two beds. This mentality, this, this mentality of saying this is a better bed than the other. Mm. It's bad. It's more straight. Mm. It's bad in Durban, guys. We can do better things. Yeah. And this thing of this mentality of saying about Manyama cannot uh, uh, rule. It's so wrong. Mm. Before we, mm. we before mm. we were, what's the word? We, we, uh, we were colonized. We had mm. good rules, a rule mm. of law, and we were taking mm. off care of each other as about them. Mm. Guys, let's do what mm. is right, please. Okay, turn them yeah. that intervention. Yeah. And finally, Bud Charles. Yeah, uh, for me. Hello, how are you, ma'am? Fine, thank you, sir. Go ahead. Good. Yeah, for me, with a crime in in Etiquini, I think uh, if, if if government can make uh, like Wi-Fi free in the city for hijackings and and apps, whereby if they come across any criminality or you know that they can maybe mm. use that app and send to our like our police station mm. just to respond faster, okay. whereby there's no police visibility. Okay. I love that suggestion. Thank Thanks for uh-huh. that, Charles. Okay, Babusa, so really, abanya bati, bati stellar work. Abanya bati do better. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Abantu nere ba yenda onye benge, be benge mas. You can so yabona kona utindelo lutaba lama pet buildings. She also touched on the issue. I can't remember, but I remember lama pet buildings. We had a very big campaign that we have launched to deal with our pet buildings. We have called upon all those owners of, the, of, the, of those uh, buildings already. Some of them have been refurbished, they've con- been convicted, converted to be student accommodation and so forth. So we're heading there, but you see other buildings that exist in each state. I mean, there's a lot of litigation. It will take a bit of some time, but okay. there is work that is currently underway to deal with the issue of pet buildings. Okay. So I want to assure the public on that one. In, 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 the, in, two, in a year or two years' time, right. I'm telling you now, uh, the inner city will totally okay. be, be different. But also there's another one, Cecil Rato, that also touched on the issue of um, uh, informal traders. Mm. It's a fact 
we have been having that challenge, but through Operation Overland, that is the, the, the campaign that is being led by our metropolis. Right. I mean, we are challenging now, go to the inner city, we'll be able to walk freely. Okay. Uh, on the, but not because we are against people who are informal traders, but at the end of the day, they need to, to adhere to the mm. protocols when it comes to informal Because it's a pity sometimes, this is in that when metropolis start to act, the same public complains yeah. that uh, we are harassing people. Okay. Now, we find ourselves between the rock and the hard place. We, we, you end up not knowing okay. when you act, the public complains. Okay. When we do not act, the same public complains. I think complains. just act. Just do the right mm. things. But thank you for yeah. assuring us that Durban yeah. is open for tourism business this festive season. Musawaka Maisela, Eteguini Municipality Spokesperson. And just for clarity, the beaches that are opened, Country Club, Winkelspreit, Anstey's, Point, Ushaga, Wedge, North Beach, uh, Battery, Bay of Plenty, Pipeline, the main beach, Amanzum Doti, Doti Main, Warner, Umkababa. And uh, the, the beaches that are closed, Teguini, Umhlanga, Westbrook, South Beach, Reunion Beach, Brighton and Addington. It's just for you as you're planning your routes. And then quite a few pools are open. Raynham, Durban North, Pipeline, Tiger Rocks, Anstey's, Westville. Kings Park is open. Umlazi D is open. Bayview, Arena Park, Alex, uh, Bully and Lamontville. Those public pools are open. It's for all of you who are going to Durban for the holidays. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.